Welcome to Rachel Talks Technique, the show where we dig into the Ballet Be Fit method. Rachel Talks Technique brings you learnings, techniques, and experiences from special guests. Our passion is to help you pursue yours. Here's your host, Rachel Withers. Hi guys and welcome to Ballybifit live stream and welcome to my series Rachel Talks Technique. This is episode four, The Power of Your Voice, where we will dive into various topics surrounding how your voice can improve your success as a Ballybifit instructor or in fact a fitness instructor. I'm Rachel Withers, I'm the founder and I'm the CEO of BallyBeFit and thank you so much for joining us today. In this series we dive into all things which are technique, both from my own learnings and experiences, but we also share the experiences of our special guests. So thank you so much for being here today. At BallyBeFit, it is our passion to help you pursue yours. It's our mission to help ladies and gentlemen turn their passion for ballet and fitness into a profitable profitable rather business and it's our passion to build a ballet befit family who want to add value to people's lives and make a difference and make a contribution as always it's really great if you say hello in the chat box and let me know why you've chosen to join us tonight and tell me what it is you love about ballet what you love about dance and what you love about fitness and have you just started out or are you looking to add another string to your bow please share and like and follow and put some comments in those chat box so let me just see who we've got here tonight and um, it's great to see you all thank you so much for joining us hello and it's going to be a great episode tonight it really is we're as I say, we're going to be talking about the power of your voice and how this can be so successful and so key uh, in terms of how you deliver your group fitness, your Ballyby Fit class. So as I say, please say hello in the chat box. Tell me what it is you love about ballet, what you love about fitness. Do you already run a class yourself or are you thinking of starting up your own class? As always, I'd appreciate it if you'd also share and like this broadcast. And just let me say hello uh, to the viewers who have just joined us. I'm Rachel Withers, I'm from BallyBeFit, and what's happening right now is we're on BallyBeFit's live stream, Rachel Talks Technique, and it's episode four, it's the power of your voice, and what I'm doing today is I am going through how your voice can improve your success as a BallyBeFit instructor, or in fact, a fitness, a group exercise instructor. And today I'll also be talking to Jo, who will chat through her experiences of using her voice when instructing a Ballet Be Fit class and her experiences as a fitness professional. So please share this live stream and don't forget to say hello in the chat box and tell us why you're joining us today. Right. Okay, so we're going to get going now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go straight to uh, sharing my screen with you and my slides. And we're going to get straight into talking about the power of your voice. So let me just um, share my screen with you. Just bear with me. I'm just going to add that to the screen. Okay, and I think 
we've got that there now. If for any reason you can't see my screen, you can't see the slides, please just let me know. Right, okay, we're going to crack on with talking about the power of your voice. You see, the way that you use your voice is so very important. Um, and you really need to think about how the voice and how it can be so powerful. You've got to think that if you had no props and no music at all, you'd still be able to instruct a class and which your clients would love. And I can honestly recall times when my music just won't play and I've had to teach a whole class without any music and it really can be done but you need to know how to use your vo your voice and you need to tone up your vocal cords and you really need to be aware of this so that you can create a completely awesome class and the tone of your voice and the way that you use your voice is just as important as visual aids or the space that you teach in Vocal projection really is key. The energy of your voice means everything to a class. And it's, you need to think about the articulation, your vocabulary and your, proje your projection, which will not only help you get your message across properly and it'll determine how people respond to you. One of the key lessons I've learned over the years is actually to hear myself as I speak, to step outside of myself. So, and listen to the way that I'm actually saying um, my message, saying what I want to really instruct and deliver to, to my clients. And what I also try to do is I also try to make my voice suit the people that I'm teaching. So right now, if you think about it, using the right tone of voice actually has never been um, as important because we're having to teach virtually, not just in the studio. And we really need to engage and we need to energize our attendees, our participants through our voice. So learning how to best use your voice is like learning to play an instrument. But you need to think about finding the right pitch. And this isn't as easy as you might think. One thing which has always stood out for me is that the better the use of voice, the better the verbal communication, the better the energy in the class, the best exercises and the most upbeat music can't completely make up, you know, for a poor class projection or if you're yelling at the mic, if you mumble or you speak softly, attendees aren't going to really understand what the instruction is and what the technique of the class is. So you need to think about the energy here that you're delivering and you need not to be talking too quietly, you need not to be mumbling and you need to talk and, and repeat what you're saying so that it really does come through with the cues that you're actually giving your class. And, you know, getting good at verbal communication really does sometimes take practice. Just as you, you know, just as you practice the exercises, just as you 
practice the choreography. You practice that in your home before you go into the studio or before you go online. You know, rehearse how you plan to communicate those exercises to your attendees. Practice talking them through. Talk through the cues that you're going to deliver and the techniques. Talk through it in advance. So the more familiar you get with it, with practicing it the more familiar you you're going to know what you're going to be saying in class and the more you focus on how you're delivering it the more confident you're going to feel when you're saying your cues when you're giving that technique when you're trying to motivate motivate your class so a really good thing is practice your verbal communication walk around the house you don't have to do it sat down or or doing it you know as you go through the exercise just practice just think about the exercises you're going to deliver as you're doing um another um, a daily chore for example and just be saying those verbal cues just be practicing how you're going to deliver the cues and the messages that you want to give to your attendees and if possible really good to experiment with your voice in the studio or also on your virtual class you know plan uh, in the studio you know plan a few practice sessions in an actual studio where in the studio where you teach and do that when obviously when it's not in use and you play your music and you use the mic and then what you can do is you can see are you projecting enough you can establish that if you can reach to that person at the back of the class. So imagine projecting your voice to the people, as I say, right at the very back. And experiment as well with speaking softly and then also amplify, amplifying your voice to create an impact. But make sure you don't yell, as I say, but think about amplifying amplifying because if you start to yell you're in danger of losing well your leadership power um it doesn't have that same impact i believe um attendees really tend to feel less motivated rather than more if you yell at them so you really need to think about creating a light and shade in your voice as well. So if you're wanting to do a movement that's perhaps slow, just speak a little bit slower, calm, calm your voice down. Then if you want to energize and it's high impact, speak a little bit quicker, a little bit faster and a little bit um, higher to really change um, the light and shade in your voice as you want to change the light and shade in the movement as well. And as I say, it's really important to experiment with your voice in the studio. And another thing to really hear is you need to also protect your vocal cords. And that's why there's another reason not, not to yell, because it can really, really strain your vocal cords. And it's a good, it is clearly a good idea to protect them. And it's a good idea, like we warm up the body, it's a really good idea to warm up your voice before teaching. And if you go on Google um, or on YouTube, there's some really good exercises out there that are fantastic for just helping you understand how to warm your voice up. Don't you, as we warm, as I say, as we warm our body up, it's just as important uh, when we're delivering our classes to warm up our vocal cords. So another thing is to drink plenty of water. So make sure you, you have uh, water at at your side in class but 
you should have that anyway because I always want you to have water when you're exercising but make sure that you have plenty of water and if you can use a mic and project your voice with a deep controlled breathing and you really want to think about your breathing and don't forget you know to pay attention that your voice might need a break so when you're teaching for example a really high impact class and you're really going for it you might actually have to at some point stop using your voice and just be going through the the movements with your class because quite, quite simply you actually become could become quite breathy, out of breath, and you can't actually deliver those cues. So sometimes it is really good just to think, I need to just sort of use the movement here, instruct beforehand if you're going into a high impact, uh, really high cardio uh, exercise, go through the instruction first and then uh, create it in blocks so you might have block one two three four give them the this uh series and then go right we're going into block set block one block two block three block four so that you can actually um do the exercise with them and not actually be uh kind of uh cueing them with sounding out of breath and also, another thing is, as I'm saying, you know, protect your vocal cords. If you've got a cold or something like that, just make sure that you you think about how you're going to deliver that class, how you're going to demonstrate that class, so that you're you know, you're not putting yourself at risk of a greater vocal strain, uh, strain and getting hoarseness. So you really need to think about looking after and protecting your voice and warming it up. And uh, as I said about deep, st steady breathing for voice projection, I've really kind of touched on, on that already, that you need to think about if you're doing that hard exercise to make sure that you instruct a little bit beforehand in terms of uh, what the movements are going to be for that high impact and join in with them so that you really do have uh not going through like kind of really high high struggling with your breath so really think about how you're going to communicate uh, the cues and the techniques um especially in when you're doing the high cardio uh, level of work and if you have to drop out of the movement you can then drop out and the attendees can carry on and what you can be doing is then you can actually then have the breath and the power to really properly motivate um, them going through that um, high intensity, you know, giving them really good positive feedback, shouting well done, rather than uh, carrying on and demonstrating the movements and doing it along with them. So those are things to consider with the high impact and the cardio side in how you actually use the voice. Um, so really what you need to do is not underestimate the power of your voice as a fitness instructor or a group exercise and if you think about it really it is a form of public speaking and we all know uh, if you think about how compelling a public speaker can be when they vary that pitch when they vary that tone and it's important as a fitness instructor to think about that and to think about speaking loudly and quickly in some parts of 
the class and really giving that light and shade, as I say, thinking about softly and slowly drawing other parts. So if you're doing, like I say, a really elongated movement where you're thinking about an extension, you'll, you, you want to think about taking that slowly. Or if a movement is about, you know, a, a melting uh, into a, um, a plie or a bend, you know, use your voice and make it very descriptive so that the your participants really understand how the movement should feel and you can do that through your voice if, if uh, it's short sharp quick jumps you talk short sharp quick so that you're really giving that energy and that vibe through with your voice and you need to think and know that when you're cueing a complex exercise you don't you need to think how you will speak at the climax of that uh, exciting cardio exercise so you need to really think about the inflection and the tone the light and shade and you need to think about as i say uh, soft and slowly such as in the stretch and the cool down and i think it's a good idea as well to film yourself uh taking the class so that you can really see and sense how effectively you are delivering your classes using using your voice i know we don't like to do that and to be honest sometimes i don't really want to listen back to these live streams or uh, i'm doing but it is really good and it's a really good exercise to do and it's just going to make you that instructor that's going to stand out that instructor that makes that difference that instructor that really is um motivating your clients and using your voice so do if you're doing a virtual class make sure that you're recording it not just so that you can uh deliver a, a replay to your clients record it play it back see how you delivered it through uh zoom see how you delivered your instructions see how you used your voice and do the same in the studio and if you record it in the studio also you can provide a replay as well of a studio class at the same time but you can learn from it and you can really see how you're using your voice and how you're cueing and how you're actually really delivering those exercises so please really don't underestimate the power of your voice as a fitness instructor clear cueing and really audible instruction demonstrates that you're a confident leader who can help those that your participants really exercise safely and also to the best of their abilities and that will help them reach their goals quicker faster and more effectively and safely and remember that the variety in your vocal inflection and tone and volume will help keep your classes fresh and participants attentive engaged and really energized so i hope that's helped you in terms of some tips there and strategies in how you can improve your voice in delivering a group exercise class, a ballet be fit class. But I also hope that it's helped you think about just playing back what you do. So this is all about making you that, that better instructor. So your classes are so successful. Your intendees are motivated and they're achieving their goals and they're 
exercising effectively and efficiently. So what I'm going to do now is I am actually going to stop sharing my screen with you. And I'm just, if you bear with me a second, I'll uh, stop sharing my screen. I think I have done that. And what I'm going to do now is I'm actually going to introduce you to uh, Joe. Joe is uh, one of our Ballet Befit instructors, and Joe is going to be sharing her experiences uh, on how she uses her voice in delivering classes and how effective um, that's been. And she's going to share some tips and techniques, as I say, that she's going to use. So I'm now going to introduce uh, Joe. So just bear with me one second. Um, hi, Yvonne, just before we do, thank you for joining us. As I say, please put those comments in. Always great to hear from you. So I'm now going to um, introduce you to Joe, who is one of our amazing Ballet Befit instructors. Okay. Hi, Joe. Hi. Hi well, thank you for having me on your live stream. Very oh, kind of you. An absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So, Joe, we've just been talking about uh, using vocal inflection and how to energize and how to motivate attendees. Yeah. It really would be great if you could share some tips which you found really helps when you're queuing exercises and keeping sure. your participants engaged. Yeah, sure. I've, Rachel, I've got three main points, really, um, that I've learned along the way um, from teaching. And, and the main three points are to be concise with the wording, consistent, yep. obviously, to make sure people are learning and understanding the cues. And then thirdly, not to overcomplicate instructions, which again, you learn through doing the classes yourself and videoing and repeating the classes again. Um, just not to overcomplicate instructions because like you've already mentioned, you want people to stay engaged yeah. and to focus on your class um, rather than struggling to understand what you're saying. So I, I with ballet, with this, this specific fitness class, I think if you've had a background of ballet, it's difficult to, to adjust sometimes because you're so used to using yeah. words like plie, tondu, arabesque, port de bras. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to do that, but um, actually through learning online with the modules, taking the ballet fit instructor course, I adapted exercises and used the terminology you use, which is out, bend, out, stretch, close, you know, during the warm-up, which is really yeah. important. And my, um, you know, the warm up is the first exercise yeah, in a class, and you don't want the mind to wander. So, I really make that those verbal cues really basic. So, I'm literally mentioning the part of the body that I'm exercising. So, starting with head, shoulders, I'll cue feet because obviously you're moving down to the feet. Um, yeah. And then, like you said, then I've, uh, like I've mentioned, sorry, just to go out and, and, simplify the exercise to, to literally out bend out stretch close out bend and i actually found that does really help and then later on i might then start saying using the word plie because i think that's quite nice isn't it so then yeah. use the ballet aspect um so i have got people from a varying different backgrounds in the class i've got people who have done adult ballet and they're just keen to do something different a fitness yeah. class. and i've got people who are fitness instructors themselves or right. they have their personal trainers. Um, my class actually coincides with a baby ballet class at the studio. So I get quite a few mums in the class 
Yeah. Nice. But again, they obviously haven't had a, necessarily had a ballet background. So, um, so yeah, the point is to, to really simplify the terminology when you're teaching um, the ballet be fit exercises rather than always using ballet terminology. Definitely. And I think what's what's nice to do is, as we say, is to simplify it. And as you've mentioned, you can bring that terminology in when you've got a, say, a more established class, because it's a really nice learning curve for them to actually take something away in yeah. terms of understanding some of the ballet terminology. But yeah. I think in terms of the instructions to make sure that an attendee, a participant really understands what the correct form and technique is. If you overcomplicate it, they're yeah. not going to understand what they're actually going to get out of the exercise so it's really nice as well to um really explain um what is the goal of a particular exercise what is the objective of that because obviously the classes need to be aligned with what the goals and the objectives of the participants are now yeah. i've found by teaching virtual classes that i actually have to take the classes uh, slightly slower at the moment in terms of how I'm delivering and how I'm actually putting that forward and I've, I break the exercises down and then I build I build them up to create a longer sequence or uh, a longer routine as such I don't know how you found um, delivering uh, your virtual classes have you had to change how you've used your voice or how how you've done your cueing how you've done your instruction sure just exactly what you said that just really really break it down into smaller sections and simplify and ex stop and explain if you can but using really basic terminology bend stretch up down um point close in out um you know really really simplifying rather than saying pour de bras you know you just move arm up or stretch out um so yeah just really 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 concise words so yeah the three points i've got they're basically concise consistent and not to over complicate um and that's sort of that's really what i've learned for both the studio and then obviously the the online classes um which we're putting together at the moment so so yes it's uh it's just uh, and, you, and obviously as you've mentioned you just cannot rehearse enough um no. So and listening to yourself, although, yeah, nobody really likes to do that. I've had some short clips at the moment. I've, I've been putting some short clips on my um, Instagram feed. And that, again, it just, it, you can learn from what works and what doesn't, can't you? Just by doing short demos online. Absolutely. You can learn uh, what works, what doesn't work. And it's really interesting when you play back a class you can see the reactions of your attendees you can see whether that you can actually see whether the way you delivered that uh worked whether yeah. they got what you were trying to get through whether it is helping them with their posture or yeah. with with a uh a point and a close a tondu yeah. and i i really like to see that because sometimes you know i've delivered something and i thought oh i did really well there and then i look back and i think did I? Did I? So yeah. I think we're always constantly learning. And for me, it makes you a more confident, uh, a better leader in your classes if you do plan, if you do prepare yeah. and do practice. Because that means your attendees are going to get so much from it. And then 
we all talk about our oh, class numbers we all talk about attracting clients we all talk yeah. about retention if you really give a well delivered a class with motivation yeah. you're going to get that word of mouth you're going to get uh people saying that class is something different and that's why the use of the voice and how you cue is actually just just so important really absolutely and then going on to talk about obviously what we've already talked about which is the tone of your voice and the vocal inflection um obviously we've all been to fitness classes and sadly where they that hasn't enough of that so i think that's a really important point to make not to be monotone yeah so, yeah yeah so to remain upbeat and not to be monotone and vary your voice according to the exercise not only according to the exercise but um i've actually got a lady in one of my comes to one of my classes who's actually um hard of hearing so she did make me aware of that and um because of that obviously i've adapted right um i've adapted actually adapted my music mainly okay. um, just slightly you know putting a slightly lower volume and perhaps not such an upbeat um, tempo on the music or a loud beat on on particular exercise um, and and me. So just yeah, just another point to make really. About right, that's interesting. Yeah, that's really. So you've had to adapt uh, the, the the pitch of the of the music. Then is that what that's you're saying? Right, yeah. Yes, yes. And also and my placement as well, where I'm standing, positioning, and what is obviously in studio. Yeah. 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 That's to make yeah. sure they follow. So yeah. So that's just another point about tone. Um, but I think that is really, really valid, isn't it? To keep it upbeat and to vary the tone throughout rather than staying monotone. Absolutely. And as I, you know, as I mentioned about when you're drawing to a close in your class, when you're doing that cool down, you probably want to, well, you do actually, yeah. not probably. You want to soften your voice. You want to uh still keep the energy there but make it softer so that uh they're leaving the class feeling refreshed yeah. but not not frantic if you've done the, a high you know a high impact part a cardio part if you just finished there and kept it really frantic and obviously you wouldn't do that because of uh, the body needs to cool down but if your voice was still at that uh high high energy they're not going to leave the studio or or the online feeling refreshed they're going to still feel a bit overly buzzy yeah, so yeah. it's really important to yeah. soften change the pace you change the pace of you we change the pace of our music to adjust accordingly to yeah. the exercises that we're doing and it yeah. is it is exactly the same with with the voice adjust yeah. it to adjust your voice to the pace of the particular exercise you're doing and i can see here we've got some uh comments through um joe we've got um yvonne saying so true joy uh so true joe if i can speak tonight get my words out um uh, so thank you uh thank you yvonne um for sharing that and uh, it's good to uh hear that you're really uh getting something out of out of this uh live stream that we're that we're doing tonight so thank you that for that and thank you donna for joining us as well tonight if you've got any questions please just pop them in the chat box that would be uh absolutely fantastic so joe just tell us about where you're teaching at the moment so that the the viewers 
the listeners um, know where to find you? Sure. So I have been teaching. So I'm teaching in Sleaford. So the dance studios Go Dance Sleaford, and like I've mentioned, I I teach on a Monday. Uh, two o'clock and it coincides with baby ballet uh, which has just started up again so it's quite a nice um, way for mums to get a fitness class which I think is such a great business model and I think dance studios could incorporate it just to have your the two classes running aside so we have the childcare and the fitness in one so yeah that's go dance Leaford at the moment um starting up again on Mondays, but hoping to develop to have more classes and um, and Zoom online classes to follow as well. Perfect. So um, has the team put in, uh, can the team put in um, a link so that anybody who's wanting to join Joe's classes, they know exactly where to, where to go and find Joe. You can go to our uh, website and if you go to find a class uh, Joe is listed there and you can then contact Joe directly that way too I just had a comment from Joanna Bradley and she's saying that she uh, is hard of hearing and she completely agrees with you um, with you Joe because she sometimes struggles with background music and noise and she can she finds it so much easier if she can actually see someone's mouth as well so um thank you uh for sharing that joanna but it is something to think about isn't it if you've got yeah. somebody with hard of hearing coming into a class to think about where you position yourself um yeah. as well that's right yeah to adapt yeah um Absolutely. excellent so um i can see that we've now got um your details up on our, our chat so you are on a monday at as well at 2 to two forty-five p.m as well is that yeah um, yep that's where we've got and as you say it coincides with the amazing bailey baby ballet who yeah. i know the founder of baby ballet uh, it's a fantastic uh uh concept as well great class and um yeah and it really would work fantastic for new mums come along to our ballet be fit class leave your leave your children yeah. in baby ballet they will learn so much from that that class as well it is a win-win isn't it yes. the children are getting yeah. something the adults are yeah. getting something so yeah. it's absolutely uh fantastic so joe it has been absolutely great chatting with you and as I say, if you've got any more uh, questions for Joe, just pop them in the chat box and we'll make sure that they get answered. And as I say, please check out, you know, check out Joe, uh, sign up for Joe's uh, one of Joe's classes. You can contact her direct. And Facebook, Instagram, and it sounds you're putting some exercises, as you said, on Instagram as well at the moment. So yeah. you're doing, um, you're delivering some nice exercises on your Facebook as well. So, yeah. Joe, yeah, yeah, and Joe, I know has an absolutely fantastic uh, dance ballet background. And just before you go, Joe, actually, just yeah. share your experience because I know you've got incredible experience and it makes me exceptionally proud to have, um, well, it's proud to have all my instructors, but Joe has a really good experience. So please just share uh, your background uh, with us. Oh, that's very kind, Rachel. So I trained for five years at the Hammond School, which is the vocational dance school in the northwest um, near Chester. 
So I trained for five years there and um, then went on to study at university where I did art and psychology, but I continued with the performing arts, um, teaching along. And uh, so I ended taught, taught performing arts and art and drama for quite a while and, uh, and but, but pursued a fitness career along the way and uh, have a family of my own now. So that's why Ballet Me Fit really fitted in nicely into um, me being able to train as an instructor at the moment and fitting with family life. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it that's the thing. It's it's allowed you to sort of come back into the dance world, come back into the fitness world, and and work around your family, which was the whole reason I started Ballet Be Fit in the in the first place because I'd I'd left the dance world and then I needed to get back in shape. I'd got all that experience from ballet. The two went hand in hand. That's how Ballet Be Fit was born. And my whole ethos is it is something that can work completely around family life and allows it allows you to get something, to deliver something of value, make a contribution to other people's lives, but also get something back yourself at the same time, isn't it? So exactly, yes. Yeah. And yeah. I like the concept that it was a fitness class with ballet as well. I like I like the fact that uh, that's the new concept. So yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So thank you ever so much for joining us, Joe. And like I say, everybody, you can find out the details in our comments box on our uh, website. And also you can check out Joe's Facebook, Instagram. She's she's all over social media. So um, I will say uh, thank you and um, thank you uh, ever so much, Joe. Okay, thank take you care. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so um, Joe is just an absolutely amazing instructor. So please check check out her classes. She's fantastic. She'll be going on Zoom very soon. She's just fitting around uh, her family life. So please join Joe for uh, her Bally Be Fit classes. Right before we wrap up each month, I like to leave you with a practical takeaway that you can implement right now. And we've been talking about how your voice can improve your success as a Bally Be Fit instructor, or in fact, a fitness instructor, a group exercise instructor. So today's takeaway is, and we've mentioned it, is that I'd like you to practice saying your cues out loud. And so the first time you ever, the first time you use a cue, um, it usually can come out a bit awkward and it can be a long, a bit long-winded. So what I want you to do is I want you to practice saying your cues often so that you say them quickly and that you say them efficiently. And as I said earlier uh, in this live stream, you can practice this while you're doing other stuff, while you're taking a shower, while you're driving a car, while you're doing the washing. You can practice it at any time. Think about an exercise that you want to do in your next class and go through the cues that you'll use. And if you can, also practice the cues to the music that you're going to use too. And that way, you'll get used to and know how much time you have to get through it all and you'll understand the instruction that you need to deliver and the instruction that you want to deliver. And also another thing is it's really good to start to personalize the cues you use and use a style to really make your group exercise class, your Ballet Be Fit class, 
your own, your dance class your own. So practice your cues, practice them when you're doing other stuff. If you can, practice it with the music you're going to use, practice it with exercises that you plan to do in your next class. And you'll find that you will deliver really efficiently and really effectively. So Right, okay, I am going to wrap up now. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been, uh, I hope, a really good uh, live stream. You've learned lots of techniques and tips and strategies. And a big thanks to Jo. Um, uh, thank you so much. It's been, for me, a really great episode of Rachel Talks Technique. Don't forget to share this. And we'll be putting this series onto our YouTube channel, Bally Be Fit. So you can always find um, this series and you can refer back to it so you can uh, listen over again and listen to the strategies that we've delivered here tonight. So please follow us on social media. We are so happy that you've tuned in. Please, please join us again at the same time. 7 p.m. British summertime. It still is, I think, British summertime on the 22nd of October for episode five, where I'll actually go into further and be discussing further cueing your ballet befit or your group exercise class. So we can we can further expand on the voice and the other techniques to make your ballet befit class or group exercise class a real success. So you'll keep your clients, you'll attract clients, and you'll really motivate your clients. So it is a good night from me and a good night from Ballybefit. Thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it and we really do appreciate you. So thank you so, so very much. Take care, good night. Thanks for tuning in to Rachel Talks Technique. Be sure to visit ballabyfit.co.uk to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.